radioinfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles. I'm glad to say this is another Victory Monday on In the Trenches. Our Buccaneers get it done yesterday um, in a manner that I'm not sure anybody saw coming. You know, as a guy who's on the radio and listening to people's opinions uh, around town, taking phone calls, making my own predictions, um, I had one person say he thought the Buccaneers were going to win. And that was Mike Anderson, and he's a Green Bay Packers fan, which I thought was odd. I thought that was kind of a reverse psychology thing, but everybody else kind of thought the Packers were going to come into Raymond James Stadium and beat up the Buccaneers, and we're going to move on and figure out how to go on with life other than that. Well, lo and behold, you play a football game on Sunday, and the Buccaneers go and play Super Bowl-caliber-type football. Um you, if you listen to my radio show, if you listen to this podcast, I don't blow smoke up nobody's ass. You got to prove to me first you can play. And the three previous victories the Buccaneers have had, I think I said the same thing after the victory. I said, okay, we won, good, did some good things, did some bad things. That's not playoff football. That's not the way you have to play to continue to win. I'm going to say this. After yesterday, the Buccaneers are 4-2. and two. And the Buccaneers played playoff-style football yesterday. If you talk about what's going to bring you to the playoffs, it's playing uh, without deficiencies. And the Bucs didn't have many deficiencies yesterday. They really didn't. Now, this is a Green Bay Packers team. They rolled it up in here undefeated with um, Aaron Rodgers flying on cloud nine, okay? They had 150 points in the first four games of the season and no turnovers First team in the history of the NFL to get that done, by the way. And the Bucks, they rolled up, and the Bucs uh, had no turnovers, got turnovers, got sacks, gave up no sacks, ran the football, didn't get run against, and just outplayed the Packers in every aspect of the game. Literally. 38 unanswered points. So they went down 10 nothing, which is obviously not ideal. But who gives a shit if you're going to get 38 unanswered points, 38 unanswered points against the uh, Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't have thought that was even possible for any team, including the Kansas City Chiefs. But Aaron Rodgers looked as mortal as I've seen him look maybe ever for me. Um, That's probably as bad as I've seen Aaron Rodgers look. Aaron Rodgers had, he got sacked four times. His, uh, his rating was 35, and his QBR was 17. On the other end of the spectrum, uh, Brady's uh, rating 104, his QBR is 96. So you don't lose those games. But we love to to put you know the pressure and uh, the, everything on the quarterbacks. We love to do that. You know you win games in the trenches, okay? Brady didn't get touched yesterday. He didn't get touched yesterday. We've seen what Tom Brady looks like when he's when he's hassled and, and, and harassed. He looked like he did against Chicago, which wasn't very good. And you know who looked like that yesterday? Aaron Rodgers. Because he was hassled and harassed all game long. And you talk about the Buccaneers who came out with five sacks, um, 
eight tackles for losses, 13 quarterback hits. Everybody was pelting Aaron Rodgers yesterday. Everybody was getting a piece. And like I said, coming down 10 nothing, losing 10 nothing to, listen, the, the hottest quarterback on earth right now, and having him thrust his hips upon us at 10 nothing, I thought we were in trouble. And from that point on, uh, the Packers got 57 yards on 10 series. After going up 10 nothing, they got 57 yards on 10 series. That's something that's bad for the New York Jets, more or less the Green Bay Packers. And the Buccaneers just looked like a winning football team yesterday with very little deficiencies. If they lose that game, then they're probably not going to be favored in Las Vegas and John Gruden. And then they got to play the Giants and they got to play the Saints. And it's very possible that team comes out of that, you know, below 500. Now we're four and two. They're going into Las Vegas, you know, riding high, feeling good about themselves. No reason why they shouldn't think they're going to win that football game. And we'll see what happens after that. But. After going down 10 nothing, you know, that game could have went the other way real quick. But Jamel Dean um, came up with an amazing interception on the sideline uh, for a touchdown. The Buccaneers are becoming that defense. If you remember going back to last year and the year before, early last year and the year before, well, we couldn't pick the ball off. We couldn't sack the quarterback. We couldn't take the ball away. None of it. Now, all of a sudden, this team is taking the ball away you know, as as well as any other team out there. You know, the T is that Carlton Davis leads a team with four um, passes defended, okay? The, he, yesterday he had four passes defended, and uh, it's the ninth career game with multiple passes defended, okay? He's one of just five players in the NFL to notch four or more passes defended in a single game in 2020. You know who the other player was to have four or more passes defended? Jamel Dean in week five. So when you start hearing things like that, when you start seeing the Buccaneers getting almost every accolade in the NFC, offensive player of the game, rookie of the, of the, of the week, uh, defensive player of the month, Levante Davis playing in football as good as anybody else on the defensive side. Devin White looks like the best middle linebacker in football. That's not me blowing smoke, people. That's me putting the film on and seeing that. And Todd Bowles is doing a wonderful job of disguising blitzes, moving guys around. You see Devin White blitzing. You're seeing Levante David. You don't have to be a great uh, pass rusher to be a great blitzer. It's about timing and getting to a spot. And they're starting to learn that. If you see the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they do it well. And now the Buccaneers are starting to do it well uh, uh, as well. The, the, and as far as uh, Buccaneers, Sack-wise, and you know the Buccaneers have had issues with sacks in the past. We couldn't put the quarterback on the ground for nothing. NFL team sack leaders, 2020. Pittsburgh Steelers, 24 sacks, number one. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number two, tied at 22 sacks with the Baltimore Ravens. Philadelphia Eagles, four, and the Rams are number five. But the Buccaneers are tied for a second in the league with sacks. Most points off a takeaway. Number one, Seahawks 56, Baltimore Ravens 55, Browns 52, Tampa Bay Buccaneers 48. Those are not statistics that have really been conducive to this Buccaneer defense in quite a while. Okay, Interception leaders, Colts 10, number one, Buccaneers number two with eight interceptions. I mean, that's serious business we're talking about right now. 
and we're talking about in the history of the NFL. Let's talk about the history of the Buccaneers. Most passing touchdowns through six weeks. Tom Brady, 14. Best in the Buccaneer history. Okay, that's a start. He just surpassed Brad Johnson at 13 and Jameis Winston at 12. We're doing wonderful things on both sides of the football. Running the football with Ronald Jones, getting 100 yards a game, just about every game now. I've been begging for that, and here it is. You know, Keyshawn, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, a little bit. He got a few rushes here and there, but this is the Ronald Jones show. And no penalties for the second time in the history of the NFL, of the Buccaneers. Second time in the history of the Buccaneers. You have to go all the way back to 1983, the last time the Buccaneers didn't have a penalty. There's a lot of losing in between there, people. And the Buccaneers came out yesterday against a really good football team and put out a goose egg as far as penalties go. And they were the, the number one penalized team in all of football. So whatever Bruce Arians did to try to, you know, bring that number down, God forbid you got that done. That was what's a beautiful thing. Because you can't keep on going on uh, with those penalties because you, you can't win games that way. And it, it ain't, it ain't going to happen. But once again, looking at all the things that are happening here with the Buccaneers, um, I'm, I'm a realist. And the real life, you know, what I saw yesterday was a playoff football team. And I, they'd won three games previous, but I didn't really see a playoff football team. I saw a playoff football team that may mess around and go a long way because, to be honest with you, this NFC thing is wide-ass open. Uh, if anybody ever wants to email me, it's Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Here's Mark Fisher as a professional football player yourself. I don't understand how we can look so bad against Chicago then look so good against the Packers. I made this, uh, I made this as a fan. How does a team play uh, facilitate so much? Well, listen, Mark, every week is a different opponent, okay? If you go race somebody and beat them, you may race somebody the next week and then lose by five yards. It's all about the opponent and the matchups. And it's not always because one team is good, bad, or indifferent. It's the way you match up against that team, the way you prepare for the team, and the way you get ready. The Buccaneers uh, on that short week, Chicago was tough, was tough sledding. Uh, But you know what? The Buccaneers just played a Packers team uh, coming off a bye week. But the Packers had two weeks, and that's what they had in two weeks for 10 points and to get shellacked on defense. So their answer answer to your question is nobody knows how that's possible. Nobody knows why sport teams are up and down. Just know this. There's two teams on the field, and the other team has something to do with winning and losing as well. Uh, Here's Pizza Lover. He says, I know this is a football podcast and probably a comment for your radio show, but as a sports uh, nut born and raised in the Bay Area, I swear this weekend, plus the Lightning winning the Cup, has been the best feeling I've had about sports since the Super Bowl run. From hockey to baseball to the dominant win over the Green Bay, I'm in cloud nine. I'm on cloud nine. Damn, it's great to be a fan and to have Bay sports right now. Agreed. Agreed, Mr. Pizza Lover, because there's been times where we've been down, and it wasn't even that long ago. You really think about it. If you look back to you know the Lightning last year having such a great record and bowing out so soon, and Buccaneers didn't make the playoffs, and the Rays bowed out. It was like you got to be kidding me. Now we legitimately, I mean, legitimately have a chance of winning three championships in well one fiscal year, we'll say, because we got one down with the Stanley Cup. Uh, our Rays are in 
the World Series, which is nuts to say. And our Buccaneers are in the first place and looking good. And where is the Super Bowl going to be this year? In Tampa Bay. It'd be too much. It'd be too much for the sports world to have the Buccaneers in the, in the Super Bowl after winning the Stanley Cup and the World Series in your house. It'd be too much. Although it'd be nice to experience. Once again, Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com if any of you guys want to hit me up as far as emails go. But I appreciate you guys listening in. Let's hope next week we have another Victory Monday. And if we do, we'll definitely be on the right track to uh, getting to the promised land because it's right around the corner. So appreciate the Bucks for that effort yesterday. Let's hope that they go to Las Vegas and beat the shit out of Chucky and uh, those stinking Raiders. Everybody have a wonderful week and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. I'm Jerry Petuck, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com.